Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Lyric and Letter. I'm Rebecca, and I'm so grateful to have you here as we continue to dive deep into the heart of the Jesus Way by Phil Wickham. If you've been following along, you know that we've already unpacked the verses and the chorus, exploring how they invite us into a meaningful walk with Jesus. If you haven't heard the song yet, pause the podcast and go listen to our playlist at our website at www.lyricandletter.com forward slash playlist. Now today, we're shining a spotlight on the bridge of the song, the part that touches on the choices we make in our journey with Christ. So grab your Bible, your notebook, and even a cozy cup of tea, and let's get into it. Today, we're focusing on the first line of the bridge, I choose surrender. Ah, surrender. It's a word that often brings mixed feelings, doesn't it? We may associate it with defeat or loss, but in the Christian context, surrender takes on a whole new meaning. It's about laying down our will and aligning it with God's. You see, surrender isn't about losing. It's about gaining. Gaining God's perspective, God's peace, and His purpose for our lives. The scripture that resonates with this theme is found in Proverbs 3, 5-6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, Submit to him, and he will make your path straight. There's also James 4, 7, which encourages us to submit yourselves, then to God. Notice how surrender or submission isn't a forced action, but a choice. A beautiful choice that ushers us into a deeper relationship with God. Trust me, when you choose surrender, you're choosing freedom, peace, and a life deeply rooted in love. Which leads us to the next set of lyrics. The second line says, I choose to love, and it's a profound commitment. In 1 John 4, 19, it says, We love because he first loved us. This verse emphasizes that our ability to love stems from God's initial act of love towards us. The Greek word for this kind of love is agape, which is unconditional, self-sacrificing love. It's the love that God has for us and asks us to have for one another. When we say, I choose to love, We're not just talking about romantic love or friendship. We're talking about a love that extends to all people, even those who are difficult to love. Having explored the richness of choosing love and its grounding in 1 John 4.19, can you see how this theme builds on the first line about choosing surrender? Both are acts of will that bring us closer to the heart of God. So let's weave this together. After choosing surrender and love, the third line follows with, O God, my Savior, 
you'll always be enough. This encapsulates a powerful affirmation of God's sufficiency in our lives. Scripture speaks volumes on this, particularly Philippians 4.19, where it says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. You see, when we declare you'll always be enough, we're saying we don't need to seek contentment, validation, or love from the world. We find all that in our relationship with God. What's beautiful here is that this line is a response, a love letter back to God. After surrendering our will and choosing to love like Him, we find that God was, is, and always will be sufficient. The next line takes us to another profound choice. I choose forgiveness. Scriptures like Ephesians 4.32 tell us, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. You see, choosing forgiveness isn't just a solitary action. It's deeply intertwined with surrendering our pride, loving unconditionally, and trusting God's sufficiency. We forgive because we've been forgiven much. And in doing so, we reflect the character of God in our lives. Forgiving others, and even ourselves, removes barriers to intimacy with God. It allows us to walk freely in His sufficiency and in the love that we've chosen to give and receive. Just like the lines of the song, each choice builds upon the last. We surrender to God's will, we choose to love, we find Him to be sufficient, and then we position to forgive as we've been forgiven. Each one is a strand woven in the fabric of a faithful Christian life. Now that we've delved into the liberating power of God's forgiveness, let's take another step in our spiritual walk by focusing on grace. The lyrics go, I choose grace, a profound declaration of our faith. When we talk about grace, Ephesians 2, 8-9 comes to mind. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and that is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Grace is not something we earn. It's a divine gift, freely given by God. Choosing grace is like opening our hearts to accept that gift, Acknowledging that we are saved not by what we do, but by what Christ has done for us. The beauty of grace is that it fills in the gaps of our human limitations, wrapping us in God's boundless love and forgiveness, which we've just explored. So after we've walked through surrender, love, forgiveness, and grace, we arrive at worship. Think of it as the heart's response to all those other beautiful choices we've talked about. You know, 
Worship isn't just singing in church on Sunday. It's really about the posture of our hearts. John 4, 24 puts it like this. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Sound familiar? It's the main scripture underlying our podcast. This isn't just about going through the motions. It's about genuinely meeting with God. Or take Psalm 95, 6, for instance. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. It's an invitation, a gentle nudge to humble ourselves and acknowledge God's amazingness. Choosing worship isn't a one-time event. It's like picking up a golden thread that ties together all the beautiful choices of surrender, love, forgiveness, and grace that we've been talking about. It's one thing to talk about these things individually, but there's something truly inspiring that happens when we bring them all together, as in Romans 12, 1 through 2, so perfectly does. Paul urges right off the bat to make a conscious choice. He tells us to offer ourselves up as a living sacrifice to God. That's choice and surrender bundled together right there. And why? Because of God's incredible mercy and love toward us. And let's not forget forgiveness. God's mercy is is a vivid demonstration of his forgiving nature, an open invitation for us to offer ourselves without fear of condemnation. That's what makes this whole act of surrender possible. It's God's grace that fuels us, gives us the ability to make that offering, to lay ourselves down in true and proper worship. After unpacking all these complex yet interconnected themes, we come to the repeated phrase, I choose the Jesus way. Repeating it four times isn't just a poetic device. It's a heartfelt declaration and a summation of everything we've been talking about. When we sing, I choose the Jesus way, it's like we're threading the needle through every choice, surrender, act of love, moment of forgiveness, and grace-filled instances in our lives. It's our verbal and spiritual affirmation that all these threads come together to create one resounding choice, to follow Jesus the embodiment of all these beautiful themes. So when you're in that moment of worship, let it resonate deep within you. Know that you're not just singing words, but you're embracing a lifetime filled with the choices that reflect God's heart. So as we close today, I'd like you to ponder on these three questions. When you take a close look at your life, which part of the Jesus way do you feel is missing or challenging for you right now? Is it surrender, love, forgiveness, or grace? Picture one relationship or situation where applying the Jesus way could 
change everything. What steps will you take to make that happen this week? Reflecting on Romans 12, 1 through 2, what's a specific thought pattern or habit you feel led to surrender today to experience a mind renewed by God? All right, let's commit all of this in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, grateful for your word and the wisdom it imparts. Lord, we choose to surrender, to love, to forgive, and to live by your grace. Help us weave these threads into the tapestry of our lives so that each day, each moment represents the Jesus way. Transform our minds, Lord, according to Romans 12, 1 through 2, so that we may discern your good, pleasing, and perfect will. We commit ourselves anew to you today, Father, and to the path you have set before us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Wow, what a special reflection in this time we've had together today, knitting each strand of our spiritual tapestry with love and intention. I feel so honored to share these sacred moments with you. If your heart has been stirred as mine has, I'd ever be so grateful that you'd rate the podcast and share it with those dear friends you know are yearning to go deeper in their worship and study of the Word. Now, don't forget to download our rich devotional study at www.larrikinletter.com forward slash devotional so you can continue to explore and soak in God's loving message. Next week, we're setting our hearts on a new song, Gratitude by Brandon Lake. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. Until then, keep seeking God in spirit and in truth. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. God bless.